Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 214. That is 214. It is the Ines Wolves podcast, sponsored by Adoption at Heart. I'm your host, Nathan Jude. I'm delighted to be joined by a... Oh, oh bless his little cotton socks. A, a COVID-riddled Liam Keane. Oh, mate. I know. Mate, I mean, this is where I normally say... How's it going? Are you good? But I mean, I think we all we all know the answer to that question, my friend. I know. Um, fortunately, the symptoms are fairly mild. I've got a bit of a cough, which I will apologise early now, which I, I may have to cough slightly throughout this podcast. Cough uh, got... into the cup. I know. I know. The well, the worst thing on top of the, the, the thing that's much worse than the cough is the fact that you know, as a growing a growing young man who loves his food, I currently cannot taste or smell anything oh mate that's the worst for me yeah i hate that that is the worst for me it was like no taste no smell for 10 days horrendous i know i know know. i'm not happy about it at all but the worst thing on top of all of it is that of course i'm missing the first game of the season and i'm absolutely gutted about it i was really looking forward to it you pick your times to get i I mean out of all the last bloody 18 months and sod's law you get it you get it you get it you know Less than 40 hours before the start of the season. I know, it's ridiculous. But, oh, you know, I'll carry at it by saying, you know, a lot of people have had it a lot worse. I'll, mm, uh, I'll bounce back. I'll be all good. Um, I'll be there. I'll be ready to go for the Spurs You'll be there game. in spirit. Any more, any more cliches? No, no, no. I'll be ready. I'll be there, <laughs> raring, raring and ready to go for the Spurs game. I won't, I'm only missing the one game, provided, obviously, you know, I don't get any, any more ill over the next few days. But I feel good. I feel all right. Just a... A couple of little symptoms, but overall, I feel I feel okay. So, Did you yeah. just wake up like this morning? and You were like, "Oh, I don't feel great. Maybe I should take a, a lateral flow." Was it one of those cases? No, I, I had taken a test a couple of days ago. I had a, a cough for a couple of days, but it's, it was negative. Mm. Um, so I was like, "Right, I've just got a bit of a, a cough. I'll be all right." Woke up this morning with no. I, I trying to eat my Weetabix. I was like, mm, <laughs> "I can't. I can't quite taste anything." I then, I then decided, you know, I gave Mate, it. A lot of people say that they don't taste anything with eating Weetabix anyway. You no, know what I mean? don't say that. I bet you have at least two tons of sugar on there, honey and all sorts. I then decided to give it uh, about an hour and I thought, you know, a good test would be to whack out a uh, packet of cheese and onion crisps. Oh, yeah. If I can't taste them, there's something going on. Couldn't taste but, a thing. Oh, no. Uh, that was all Not, right. It's time for a oh, test. Oh, no. Uh, it's time then, for a and test. Then, and, then, and then it was positive. So, um, so yeah, my worst fears were confirmed. Mate, there could be there could be there could be worse positive tests. To be fair, mate, you know you've just newly moved in with your missus and stuff. You know what I mean? You can just relax. You can relax a little bit, chill. It's okay, mate. It's ten days. You'll be good to go. You'll be good to go. I, I understand where you were. Your, your little nod you were giving me there, and uh, I'd just like to confirm I have no sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> no, I was, I was actually going to say that your missus was pregnant. Actually, that's where I was going down. You liar! <laughs> that's what you were going for. I wasn't. I, I wasn't. Of course, I, knew I wasn't. What you were going for. Mate, I'm not joking. What do you think I am with this podcast? You're yeah, I mean, sick. I'm absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. But I know, I know that you know you've been waiting to. You've been quite excited for the best part of a week now. Um, are you going to let us know? You've got an envelope. You can let us know the results for the big day. What? I'm confused now. Well, what are you about? You're going to tell us what you got for your A-levels? Oh, God. I didn't know what you were going for then. I couldn't believe that. Listen, it has been... There's a lot of people who think you're 17, by the way. A good 17, 18-year-old yeah. here. Can you, can you let them know how old you are? Just to, just to doubly confirm that, that situation. Well, if they, you know, for, for those that would love to know, I am 24. And I am turning 25 in December. So it's not far away. Ah, December the... 29th. Oh, that's a terrible crack. You don't need that. Between Christmas and New Year, that is an awful birthday. Don't bother me. I'll just, you, know, you know, you know me, Jude. I don't like to be centre of attention. I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll sit in the background. I'm all good. Wow. <laughs> I tell you what, there was a few people with centre of attention. I wasn't, I wasn't at Celtic. I was in Newcastle for a night out. Hence the quite hoarse voice still on on Thursday. But there were a few people trying to be the centre of attention where we were. I mean, it was New Newcastle is great, by the way. When's it's the, unreal, isn't it? So when's, when's the Newcastle away game, by the way? Whenever it is, you know what? I'll find it now. Whenever find it, is, it now. Me and you are going up there. Find it now. Everyone who listens to this podcast, how many did we get last week? Let me have a look. How many listens last week? Let's have a look. I don't even look. So, uh, all three thousand nine hundred of you, 
are invited. Get yourself to Newcastle, whether you've got a ticket or not. Get yourself there. Have you, have you found when it is yet, Liam? It is. It, it's a decent time. Go it on, hit me. The, the 9th of April. Oh, is that far away? It, it, it's far away, but I mean, in terms of the weather, hopefully. Oh, weather, weather, weather good. Although, to be fair, some of the attire uh, that, were, that were out there, where, I don't care whether it's, it's rain, wind, <laughs> sun, or, or whatever. There's some interesting outfits there. We went to a place called The Shack, which is basically this open-air um, extravaganza of uh, eateries and and um, and bars and music. And it was some of it was covered, some of it was open-air. Loads of tables, loads of peeps. I was there for 10 hours and then went on to a couple more establishments um, and finished... finished um, Finished there three quarters of four in the morning, only to go to a cricket game, a charity cricket game that I'd, I'd already committed to. Had to get the 6.30 a.m. train oh, out of Newcastle, feeling horrendous after an hour and a half sleep. Got there, drove down, so drove down, uh, got the train down, three and a half hours to King's Cross. Didn't realise, and of course I love them, but I don't. Middlesbrough playing Fulham that day. So all the louts at Borough got on at Darlington, which is great what, you know, on a nice day, but not when you've had an hour and a half sleep. So I've got them ringing in my ears, singing terrible songs, all the way down to King's Cross. King's Cross to London Paddington um, in a taxi. London Paddington to Reading uh, in a, on, on the train. And then, an, and then a 30 quid Uber from Reading to where this cricket game was, five minutes away from the ground. Game's called off. I would be livid. I was fuming. F- I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I felt horrific. But when you've when you've travelled a good six hours to get to the game after you know everybody else was still at the hotel chilling out having a nice brunch, and I'm I'm hanging five minutes away um, in the you know for, in in Henley in the middle of Henley somewhere, I was not a happy chappy. And just to point out, the stack, that was the exact place I went to on my Newcastle night out about a week before you. Somehow I didn't catch COVID in Newcastle. I was going to say, I'm going to say, it doesn't bode well for me, does it? Maybe in a week's time, potentially. No, but I, I didn't catch it from there. Cause no. I, 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 I was fine. It was been, it's been a few weeks. And then I... Well, you yeah, cried I, a lot. Look, you know, that was, a, that was an emotional time with England. It was an emotional, emotional we, we guy. We don't talk about it a lot. I mean, I'm touching my emotional side. Um, and then, and then I was out in you know Royal Leamington Spa at oh, the yeah. weekend, yeah, uh, with a few of the boys. You know, mm. one, one of their birthdays. You no, know, had a few drinks. Went, you know, out and about having fun. All of a sudden, bang, COVID hits me. Bang, bang. Um, and you're gonna get you get your second jab today as well. I mean, I, I was speaking to you earlier about it, wasn't I? I mm. was literally an hour away from getting my second jab, and this test came in. I just couldn't believe it. I've, now got, I've got to wait 28 days now. 28 days later. Great movie. What a film, by the way. What a film. Be- Although I'm thinking 28 weeks later was probably a better one. <sighs> I'm going to say maybe, 28 maybe days. Because just because, the, it's because it's the original and it's from nowhere and it was ahead I, of its time. I think that the scene at the beginning, though, of 28 weeks later where they're all in that house and then all of a sudden it gets overrun and then Robert mm. Carlyle's character is just mm. running and he's running down like the bank of that river just sprinting and they're all behind him. That scene is just amazing. Iconic, some would say, Liam. Iconic. Look at my look at my movie knowledge. Look, I'm not 17, everyone. Look at the movie trivia that I'm pulling out here. Well, absolutely. I Unbelievable. Mean, magnificent, magnificent. Um, right, better talk some football. Less than 48 hours before Leicester City... I mean, thank God we've got so much to talk about, Liam, because it's been a busy week in the transfer market. They have signed some players. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's, that's my hoarse voice trying to make a high-pitched sound, but at the same time... Hold your hats. Are the, are the alarm bells starting to ring? Because uh, I'll be honest, Liam, I'm a little bit nervous. I, I'm, I'm starting to get, and I know there's a couple of weeks left, but at the same time, you want to sign some players. They're not just going to walk... Well, they might walk straight into the side to start, but, you know, like... I would have hoped there'd be some a few more through the door by now. You know me, I'm ever the optimist, Mr. Judah. Mm. Now, would I prefer to have a couple in a couple more in by now? Of course, hundred percent. But I think you have to trust the process. I think you have to trust that 
Fosun have, since they've taken over, been very good for Wolves. Mm. And with you know three weeks left, they're obviously working on the signings, and obviously there's a few going out, which we will come on to, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Now, it may be a difficult start to the season. It's obviously a very th- difficult three games. You know, I'm not expecting Wolves to win all three games. It's not going to be easy. But I do think that we'll look back on what is probably going to be a difficult start to the season and maybe look back on it in maybe even January and February and think, you know, that was difficult then, but now we're all right. I think it's going to be a much better second half of the season than it was first half because I do think that once Bruno's got his chance to get his philosophy into the players, which it does take time, he's got a few signs in the door, maybe even had a decent January as well, possibly. Um I don't think Wolves. I, don't, I think this, and, and also the injuries coming back as well, which I think is a major point. There's, I mean, there's some very good talent still to come back to the squad. I think Wolves' squad is too talented even now to be in any trouble at the wrong end of the table. Although I don't think they'll do anything special on the other end of the table. So it's um, yeah, they're going to, have to find a happy medium. I think it's going to be a, a season of transition. I think, but I, I I would say don't panic. You know, if if there's a loss on Saturday, if there's a loss the following Sunday, if there's, if there's three losses in a row. Don't panic. It, I'm, I'm going to play devil's. Time. I'm playing devil's advocate, okay, Lee. And I've got to. I've got to kind of pull you up on a couple of points, just for just for just from a from balancing point of view. What I'm saying to you is they've had a lot that they've had glaring, glaring gaps in their squad for a lot of transfer windows now, and nothing's happened. What What is it? What, you know, how can you be? positive, confident, whatever it may be, that, that in the next two weeks that they're going to fill those gaps because, you know, fans have been disappointed time and time again with, with glaring errors and, and, and glaring glaring areas in the squad that they, that they need to improve on. And, you know, it just seems to me that it's, it's incredibly quiet. And I understand that sometimes this happens and then all of a sudden Mendes brings one or two in from absolutely nowhere that no one's heard of. And, and, and goodness me, they've had a very good success rate in doing that. But you talk about transitional time and giving large the chance to, to bring his philosophy across the place he needs more time and he, you're already talking about January transfer windows well I tell you what it's a fickle fickle world and it's fine changing a manager but if you're not going to give him the players to achieve you know the different direction they want to go in and then the fans start turning on potentially folks and saying look you're you're selling us down the river here you're, you're saying we want A, B, C, D and E you know you want to finish you know you want to be perennial European contenders but then but then you're not signing anyone and then the fans get frustrated then they're they're annoyed at uh, you know at, at Fosun and 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 the lack of investment that you can you can see I tell you what it's not Fosun who are going to be the ones who are who are going to be uh, leaving it'll be the manager who gets it it's always the manager's fault and if you don't back him and back Bruno in the transfer market then how is he supposed to implement this philosophy without the players no it's a good point they do need to they do need to back him um I just think that I think you have to temper expectations a little bit because I just think that Wolves have been in a transition really from last season um, and they're not going to get Europe this season. Um, they may not get it next season, but if, if they keep themselves in the Premier League and build on what they've got, because it is still a very, very talented squad. I think if you look at the players that are coming back, I know they're going to need time as well, but obviously Raul's back, but the players that are coming back after that, you've got Neto and Podence, you've got Bolly. Um, very, very good players, uh, very talented players. I think the squad, although it does need additions and it is um, probably needs a bit more depth, it, it isn't a squad devoid of good footballers and good talent. Um, and I think it is a squad that is too good to be in trouble. Um, perhaps they put faith or too much faith in, in certain individuals that have stopped them from signing a centre-back, for example, because they probably needed a centre-back for about two years, 18 months at least. Um and they will sign one. It just may, you know, it just may not be what fans are expecting straight away. But, uh, and they need to temper those expectations a bit because it's the way that they, it's the way they are doing business. They are building for the future while trying to maintain a uh, a Premier League status while also trying to in, introduce a new manager and a new style. Um, it's going to take time, and it's not. It's not. Fans won't enjoy hearing that, but I think it's just the reality of it. Uh, so, as if I take my journalist hat off very quickly and put mm. my fan hat back on, mm. I wouldn't be particularly pleased to, you know, have Wolves have a similar season to last year. But I think you have to temper those expectations because the Wolves aren't going to get Europe this year. And you know, I want to play this back 
in May and all of us have a laugh at, at, at me when you know we do get seventh, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, uh, I understand that, but you know, so I mean, a Foson happy with mid table? They're happy with just staying in the league and being comfortable. Are they happy with maybe just a few years at that, or they, or you know, is that not good enough for them? I guess, I guess you've got to kind of work out. And we're not going to hear from Jeff or anyone else, but you know. Comes back to a few years ago when Lucky said, and they want to be challenging Man City in so many years. I mean, that's that's obviously just like you know, not not even in the same stratosphere at the moment. Um, so I just wonder whether the kind of expectations have changed slightly from a from what they want from this product. I mean, I look at the table now, Liam. I look at some of the you know what what I think might happen in the position wise, and for me, the absolute unless they sign some some real game changers. The absolute best possible finishing position for me, I think, will be Wolves finishing top of the bottom half and being 12th or near top of the bottom half. I think I've got Man City, Chelsea no, Liverpool no, Man United no, Leicester no, Spurs probably not, Everton no, Arsenal probably not, Villa probably not. I'm even going to go so far as to say West Ham are probably above them, Leeds are probably above them. And then I think you get to... Wolves, Newcastle, Brighton, Palace, Southampton. I think that they're in that kind of a realm, to be honest. Now they might be, they might be top of that 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 kind of team, but they don't want to be there. They want to be up with the next, you know, six or seven teams. I just don't think they are. I don't think that they're they're kicking on. And speaking to Bruno, and we'll, we'll talk about you know the sit down we had with Bruno last week, which was uh, which was really interesting and. You know, I, I was at the end of the table and I, and I looked at him and I kind of looked at his demeanour and I looked at the way and I thought he answered every question really good. I thought he was positive. But I'm just like, give this guy, give this guy some of the plays he needs, otherwise he can't do his job properly. And at this moment in time, I think that this is, I, I don't think that they're going down, but I think it's going to be a struggle. And I think that it'll be at very best a mid-table side. Now, if yeah, that's good yeah, enough for fans, won't. if that's good enough for fans, if that's good enough for Foson... Um, maybe playing in a different style, then I think that that's fine. But I just, you know, you know the volatility of of the market, of the fan base, of you know, of of, of the results business. That I'm not sure whether whether you know that will be good enough for Bruno to to be a long term manager at this football club. And I really hope, and I'm I'm wrong, but I just think you've got to back him if you're going to get rid of Nuno Espirito Santo, the most successful manager at Wolves for a, a hell of a long time to change it, to make that big change and to get someone who's got a different philosophy to play a different style of football, you've got to give him absolutely the backing in the transfer market. Yeah, no, I, I do agree with you. When it comes to Fosun, I mean, this is me speculating, of course, but for me, it, it does feel like they they want to get through this season uh, with some of the, the financial constraints, um, get through this season and, and look towards next season as, a, as an opportunity to build forward. I do feel like this is just a real transition and that's not exciting for fans, I totally get it. But, uh, you know, from their point of view as well, they're, they're not going to be short on supporters. Well, mm-hmm. You know, they, they are going to fill Molyneux every week. Um, I just think that they need to get through this year. And that's what they, and that's, and they're trying to. Perhaps, in hindsight, they should have tried to get through this year with Nuno at the helm and, and made the managerial change next year. Maybe the timings would have been slightly better. But equally, I said at the time when Nuno left that... I felt his cycle had probably found a, a natural end, really, um, mm-hmm. particularly with the style of football we were seeing in the last two or three months of the season. I mean, it was it was dull to say the least, wasn't it? it? Was, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it, they've had to make difficult decisions, and don't forget as well, they almost let Nuno go in. Uh, I think it was the January uh, after, or after the Albion loss. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that was right. Yeah, they almost let him go then. So it was obviously you know there was it, it was coming to a natural end. Um, so who are we waiting for here, Liam? Who are we waiting for to make these transfers? Are we waiting for Scott Sellers to get the deals done? Are we just waiting for Mendes to pick up the phone saying I've got a couple of players? You know, what, what situation are we in from a recruitment point of view? Yeah, it, it's a collective effort across the directors. Obviously, Scott and Jeff are very highly involved in it. and I, I mean, everyone knows it's been you know well reported for a long time now that George Mendes is a, obviously a friend of Foson and, and Jeff's and, and um, they use his services, so to speak. Um, I would argue they potentially use it too much because you get concerned that Wolves won't ever bring a signing in that isn't in some way linked to linked to him or his agency. Few, but yeah. um, for me, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's essentially you know it's a it's a joint effort there, and of course they do use George Mendes's uh, 
clients, um, which he has a very you know broad range of clients across football as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see Wolves go out on their own more often than not, not more often than they do at least, to to bring in some signings. But I think there's always a concern because signings are very hit and miss. Um, and so far, as you've already said, the success rate with the uh, Mendes signings have been very, very good. Uh, yeah, you know, one you know, of, it's been a hit almost every time. Mm, no, it's absolutely. But one of the people who who has uh, was a big miss or has been a big miss, uh, and and I guess you know one of one of the players that kind of led to Nuno's downfall, I guess over a period of time, is in Patrick Catrone, who you know has been there, back there, back there, back, kind of once away striker. Look, he's got his move. It's on loan. It's not the most particularly glamorous club in the world in Empoli. Uh, what, what, what's the situation there? Yeah, so he's obviously off um, season-long loan. He's uh, he's been quoted in um, over in, in home, flown into Italy yesterday. He's been quoted over there as you know being very pleased to uh, to to get back to Italy. And you know, he, he, I think it, it was fairly obvious that he you know he didn't want to be around. Um, and that's how quickly things move in football. I mean, Bruno was talking only recently about you know him proving in pre-season what he's capable of and repaying those fans that have been singing his name, and then. You know, days later, mm. he's he's gone. But I think you know, if any Wolves fan is realistic, they, they knew he they knew he was going anyway. Um, and then a striker is going to have to come in, whether that's Rafinha returning, or whether that's another one coming in. Um, you know, I, I gather the club would like to to look at Rafa, but I don't think you know he's particularly keen. Uh, from what I'm hearing, no, there's talk of him moving away. To you know, uh, you know, into into Spain. Can you can do you think that that's gonna that's gonna be happen? Do you think it's gonna happen soon? I mean. You talk about uh, you know the need to sell to buy. I mean, you've still got to get the funds across. And you've got to get get them involved. So if you are going to sell to buy and you're not going to sell Rafa Mir, or you're going to sell him, you know, right at the very end of a deadline, then you still need to. I know they've they've kind of like opened up this this, this short term loan agreement and stuff as well, just to keep costs running before before money comes in. But at the same time, you know, uh, if they're reliant on 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 selling players and getting cash into the club, that doesn't give them a lot of time to to get a deal over the line, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, Rafa, it, you know, it, it looks likely it's going to go. I mean, the last I'd reported on it was that it wasn't quite as close as as, uh, as some you know other outlets were, were making out. Um, I'd be happy with Mir to come back. To be honest, I, I I'd be more than happy honest. to be yeah. to be, to be to, for, for Mir Silver and you know kind of like or, or Mir push, both of them pushing Raúl and and maybe having the option to play two up top. But as it stands, it's it's Raúl on his own, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I would like to look at him as well. I really would, but it does look like he likely he's going to go. I mean, the, the quote from Bruno said it all really. The, the sort of marriage analogy that he made, that um, mm. or metaphor, whatever the word is, that uh, that you know, essentially, you know, they want they would like to look at him, but he, you know, would rather remove. And you can understand it. You know, he hasn't done particularly well in English football. He had to do the loan at Forest that didn't go very well. He's gone over there and and done pretty well um, on loan. So. And also, when the you know the Liga champions are coming in for you, it's difficult to to turn that down as a, you know it's home uh, home country and you know going back to to the champions. So yeah, I can understand why he wouldn't want to. But you know, if Wolves can convince him that it's the right place for him, or you know, if Madrid don't meet the valuation and so far they haven't, then he may be returning, and it, it would be good for the squad. I think I think it's because they've got priorities in centre back and centre mid. More than a striker, I think. Although if they lose both Kutray and Mir, then, then that, you know that changes. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, just a quick word from our sponsors, Adoption at Heart. Uh, thinking of adoption, uh, we have all the information you need at Adoption at Heart, your regional adoption agency for the Black Country. Adoption at Heart provides adoption services for the City of Wolverhampton Council, Walsall Council, Dudley Borough Council, and Sandwell Children's Trust. I is encouraging those who are considering adoption to come forward and take the next step. The Black Country Agency is appealing for adopters who can give our children lots of individual time, understanding and ongoing support, and are looking to recruit adopters from within a diverse section of the community, irrespective of gender, sexual orientation, disability, race, or faith. To start your adoption journey or to find out more, why not book on the next virtual information event, adoptionatheart.org.uk, uh, or to see the next available dates, book your place or call 01. 902 553818 adoption at heart. Uh, Wolves nil, Celta Vigo 1. Give me a bit of good and a bit of bad coming out from the game, Liam, that you did attend. 
Yes, the, the game I was able to make it <laughs> to. you were um, yeah. I know. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, a bit of good and a bit of bad is a pretty much uh, a good way to describe the, the game as a whole, really. Um, despite having fans back and, you know, the South Bank making a good noise and uh, obviously Raul being back at Molyneux, uh, Wolves started pretty shoddily, to say the least. Um, very, very swear slow. Then, you? Now, yeah, I thought about it. Um, very slow. Um, they allowed Santa Vigo, who you know are a good football inside, who looked after the ball very, very well. They allowed them to dictate the play, to pass it around Wolves with ease. They didn't press them. They weren't aggressive. They were very passive. And in the end, Roman Sice has, has, has fouled Mina. Um, so I, I couldn't difficult to tell from the replay this time. Some people were saying that it wasn't. He didn't actually touch him, but he definitely didn't touch the ball, and he gave John Moss a uh, a decision to make. So I can understand a uh, a penalty being given, really. And second half, you have to bear with me while I take a little sip because my uh, throat is. Look at that! Look, you can see behind the curtain there. While uh, um, <laughs> behind the fourth wall, while I <laughs> struggling with my COVID voice. Um, I don't know. Um, second half, then. They came out. I mean, Bruno must have given them the hairdryer treatment at half-time mm. because he, he was clearly not happy on the sidelines either. He was making it very obvious. Um, came out at half-time and it was a totally different performance. Um, they made one, well, two changes, Ruddy in, but in terms of outfield, they made one change with Dendonka coming in for Moutinho. And Moutinho was obviously a very good player, but his legs, it, they're just not quite there. Um, can't start him this season, I'm sorry. He will start a little bit, but you can't... You, you, you He'll can't start the start odd game, will he? But he, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think he can be your main starter next to Nevers. That's why they need him to set a middle. I think he's given him every chance, though, to see what he can do when he's going to be pulled off a few times. You know, I, I think now with Dendonka coming back and maybe get his legs back under him after the Euros, yeah. I think I think it's... I'd be stunned. We'll go into Leicester team using a little bit, yeah. but um, I think yeah. that's the way forward for certain. Yeah, for me, Dendorka's got to start that. But yeah, as you said, we'll come on to that. I mean, I thought Leander had a very good second half, to be honest, with him as well. Um, he's normally very sort of one pace. He's not a very explosive midfielder, but I, I thought he was a real good compliment to Nevers, who, again, was wonderful. He camped on the edge of Salvigo's box, was just spraying passes left and right and just created openings everywhere he turned. Um Raul Jimenez was superb to that second half. His link-up play and hold-up play was bringing everyone into the game. Truore was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, Trincao had a decent game, much better than his other performances, to be fair to him. Um, he was probably Wolves' best player in the first half, although yeah. you know, I probably would have been the best player if I'd been on the pitch, to be fair. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, they, 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 they were just very passive in the first half. Uh, and then second half, very, very aggressive, pressing high, winning the ball back quickly the tra- and, that, and that is key the transition which I've spoke about a few times the reaction to losing the ball or the reaction to regaining possession mm. they were very they were very quick in both of those uh, in both of those aspects and that's something that Bruno had targeted for the last Palmas game that they were very poor at and he wanted to change and in the second half they were very good at it um, so they, they, they were marked differences and there were reasons to be optimistic but you have to look at the first half and think you know there were reasons to be worried a little bit as well because they they if they allow Leicester to keep the ball like that and pass it around like Santa Vigo did, they will clip something in behind for Vardy, Iheanacho, or their new signing, it's Dakar, I think the name is. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll clip something in behind for one of them to run onto. Um, and all of a sudden, you might find yourself behind. So um, Wolves have got to be aggressive. They've got to be uh, in Leicester's face early on and play like they did in that second half and, and hopefully they'll have, a, have some success. Yeah, I hope so, mate. I really hope so. Um, I'll be honest, there's not many Wolves players I've got into my fantasy team this year. Um, I'm playing a little bit uh, round about that. I've got Jimenez maybe potentially coming in. Maybe a Cody to have on my bench for the first three games. But apart from that, um, it should be interesting. Uh, but still looking forward to the game. And I put the code out yesterday for anyone who wants to join. Uh, so please uh, just scroll down my Twitter feed and, you know, just scroll down all the rubbish that you find and maybe, you know, after 10 minutes of scrolling, you might find something that's useful. Um, the fancy Premier League code for anyone who has not joined this year is M for Mother, C for Charlie, Y for Yaya um, or Yerson, C for um, Cody, F for Fabio, 9, MCYCF9. If you finish above myself, and Mr. Liam Keane, we shall have, and I'm saying this now, a little coffee morning 
in probably Wolverhampton, unless the moon, yeah, probably Wolverhampton. We'll have a little coffee morning. We'll come down, you come and have a chat. If you finish above us, we did this a couple of years ago now. We'll have an hour, block, block an hour out. We'll, we'll hire it out and then come down for a little natter, a little bit of cake, a little bit of coffee on us. Um, and if you win, if you win, that's if you finish above us, if you win this year, you'll be getting a full shebang. Not only a home shirt, Liam, but the away shirt too. Holy moly. Home shirt and the away shirt for you. I tell you what, bugger it. I'm gonna th- you can have the whole home kit and away kit. How's that? <laughs> How's that? Who's, who's paying for this? Oh, it's all right. Martin will be fine. We'll put it on the bill. It's fine. I'll just... I am I'll not just, paying for this. Our editor will pay for it. It's fine. He'll be fine. I'll tell him after this. He'll be okay with it. He's a, he's a great editor, so... Well, we'll sort that out. I'll put it on expensive. No one will see, you know. I mean, they didn't pull me up for the 14 speeding fines yet. You know, and I put, pushed them through. Yeah, you might want to keep that on the down low. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I, I had to pay for that in my own pocket, which wasn't great, to be fair. Um, but uh, to be fair, I haven't had a speeding ticket yet. Touch wood... For four months. Yeah, you're getting one at Leicester. Four, four you've, months. Now you, you've said it. You're oh, actually, at I, I, lie, I lie. I have oh, had a speed. I did have a speed ticket. However, I was unlucky. I was unlucky. I was doing 35 in a 30 um, in Hull, and I had to do one of those online courses, which, by the way. Snooze fest. But, you know, it was only three and a half hours online, so. It, it could have been worse, but yeah. So, but I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm clean. Question. Hit me. Who is paying for the uh, the coffees in Wolverhampton? Oh, the the company normally pay for them. We did it but, last time. The company look, paid for them. I'll be what? I'll be honest with every single fan who is who finishes above me and you. And by the way, I hope you're good at uh, fantasy football. I'm very good because I'm not. Um, oh, Kino, don't give me that. Don't give no, me that now. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I end up forgetting by January. I forgot. I forgot it's even. No, there. I need no, but I need you to be on the ball now. You've stepped up. You're no, not I'm small. Gonna, you're not I'm small soul anywhere anymore, small mate. Soul. Now I've just done that podcast this morning. That felt like three and a half hours of my time. It was only forty minutes. Now we're going to the big oh, time, mate. Man. I need you to up your game. No, up I'll your wait, game. I'll, I'll be. I'll be on it. But I will say to any fan now, I will not be paying for your coffee. Um, oh. Any Keen. fan who turns up expecting me to get the wallet out, my wallet will have a little moth flying out of it if I if I, if I opened it. Kino, you're an 85k a year at 24 <laughs> years old. Yeah, you I can wish. Put, you can put your card behind the Costa Bar, my friend. Look, no, I no, wish. no. It's only no. 73. Don't worry, we'll cover it. I'll cover it. It's all good. It's all good. Nah, I'm just if, been, you need, if you need me to put my money where my mouth is, you know me. I like to splash the cash. Um, exactly, exactly. So um, yeah. So if you finish above us, coffee morning. Uh, if you if you're the winner, then good luck to you. You're going to get all that stuff, and you know. I'm even more generous. Do you know one last year, by the way? This is astonishing. Do you know one last year? Who do you think? Who won? Who won the whole competition last year? It wasn't Who came you, top? Was Who came top of fantasy? It was you, wasn't it? No, no, it wasn't. I think I was in the top 30, though. Um, it was a guy called, I don't know if you've heard of him, Lee Edwards. Have you heard of Lee Edwards? I don't know. You're Tell scaring you me now. No, 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 no. It's not too, it's not too bad. Incredibly, Lee Edwards is Joe Edwards' brother. Oh, God. Who won, which is a great effort. So fair play, Lee. Lee, I'm going to send you a little Wolves goodie bag through the post in the next couple of weeks. So uh, I've got your address. I've got your details. Congratulations, Lee. Can he double it up? Can he double it? I don't think so, because I, I think I'm going to win it this year. But you know we what, shall you, see. You know what you were going to say? You know when you were talking about who's what the winner's going to win, the yeah. know, home and away kids? I thought you were yeah. going to say a little sit-down Nando's meal. And... I was quite excited for Nando's for a very split second. I'll tell you what then, I'll tell you what. You finish second, third, fourth or fifth, including first, we'll take them to Nando's. Go on then, let's yeah? do it. Five let's of them. So, so if you win, if you come first, job done, home away kit and a Nando's, second through fifth, you're coming with us to Nando's. You can, you can have a peri-peri, you can have a pitter, don't get, don't, don't get sarking, get green, have a double pitter, don't start ordering me extras. I put a wing roulette in the middle of the table for little nibbles, but don't don't start doing pitter on me and halloumi and hummus, okay? Oh, but we'll I'll, have I'll a good. Be getting halloumi, oh, here we I'll go. Love here it. we go. Here we go. Is that is that is that is that um, Nando still in Wolverhampton opposite us? It used to be a good deadline day destination. I'm, I, I think I'm pretty sure it still is. Yeah, I oh, hope okay. so. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, if we'll not, do that I then. Come over to like Royal Leamington Spa. 
No, no I'm, not, I'm not getting COVID again, mate. I've had it. I've had it. <laughs> I, went to, I went all the way to Cheltenham Races for that uh, just before we all got locked down. Uh, right, should we take some questions from the beautiful people? Throw them my way. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, first question is from Steve Brown, friend, uh, good friend of the podcast, Mr. Steve Brown. He says, um, why have the signings not appeared? Sorry, it's obvious, but needs discussion. Why? Why have the signings not come? Is I it just availability, Liam, or is it, is it a combination of different factors? I think, well, I think, as I think I said this before, that I think the, the fact that the Euros and having to go through August um, with being busy, I think, is a big factor. But I also think Wolves have to be creative. They do need to let a couple go. Uh, Catrone's wages, obviously. Mir's probably going to go. Um, I just I just think they needed to maybe trim slightly in other areas to to add um, in others as well. So... Um, I, I I do suspect no. Look, it might it probably won't be done by maybe even the Spurs game. They probably won't be done um, totally finished. But I, I do have confidence that it, you know they'll get into um, they'll get themselves into a decent position by the thirty first of August. As Shu says, uh, how will you distinguish yourself outside the ground on Saturday? Neon ENS T-shirt. Yeah, looking forward. I, I will be there um, at Leicester. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, so. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be wearing maybe that little fake moustache, the glasses and stuff like that, but inconspicuous, just just coming up your shoulder. You know, all of a sudden you feel a bit of a chill, and and there's me with a big camera shoved in your face. Uh, it's going to be great seeing the fans. And uh, don't get me wrong, like it's great seeing them anyway. But stop messing about with you. Stop fiddling about with something. You're fiddling about with your microphone, aren't you? I was trying to unlock the laptop without anyone hearing. Absolutely astonishing. Shocking, um, isn't it? But you can't beat them after an away day win. I love that limbs, you know, and they're all, they're all, they're all, everyone's singing, everybody's going crazy. They've had a few to drink. That's what I love. So yeah, let's hope. I mean, we've had some, we've had some disgusting decisions against Leicester. So maybe, maybe, um, you know, they can go and, and get a great result, which would, would be fantastic. So I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. Poco says, uh, "Will Wolves ever sign a British player?" It'd be nice, wouldn't it? I would love to see Ivan Tony come through the door. Oh, what a sign of that would have been! Oh, you're telling me. Because Wolves almost signed him, didn't they, back in the day? I know. Under, under Kenny Jacket, five hundred k from Northampton. I think he'll do well this year. By the way, I've got him in my fantasy. Have you? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know 6. what? Five million. Before I forget, shall I read my fantasy team too quickly? I mean, it's got to be very quick. Very, very quick. Let okay. Let me get it up. Let me get it up. Let me get it up. Sanchez in goal from Brian. Shaw, yeah. Diaz, and Soufal. Nice. Back. Nice. Salah, Buendia, Madison and Grealish. Don't like that midfield. Oh, yeah, I'm str- yeah, I need to have a word with you. There's too much too much rotation risk there, mate. You're not finishing the top 200 there. By the way, I've um, already got... Do you know how many people we've got in the league, by the way? The Wolves League. Go on. How many do you reckon? 50, 60? No, I saw there was... I mean, I'm going to say 500. 720. Blimey. Oh, Blimey. Carry on, carry well, on. I've just, I've just, uh, and I've got uh, Ollie Watkins. Yeah, like it. Uh, Ivan Tony and Harry Kane. Uh, although I've just seen that Buendia and Watkins have both got a 75% chance of Yes, playing. they have. I need you to be on this this season, mate. Don't so mess I'm, me about. I, I may be swapping those two out. I've got okay. Beg- Begovic, Ben White, Stuart Dallas and uh, Ailing on the bench as well. Yeah, Ben White's a no-brainer. Okay, less, fa- less fancy chat because that's turned, out, turned off 85% of our viewers. But anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, which fixture, says John Littler, will give Wolves their first win this season? Which fixture will give Wolves their first win? Spurs. Win. Spurs. Oh, I love that. I love Talk goes going down. Uh, I'm going to say Brentford. <laughs> oh dear, that's that's five games in. I'm going to say Brentford. Uh, Rich says, uh, "Do we need an experienced technical director?" Feels like a bit uh, of over promotion within the club. He says, uh, "I guess that's." Uh, that's talking about Mr. Sellers, probably, I assume. Yes. Uh, big change in managerial styles this season. If it goes belly up, will they revert to a Nuno-type defensive manager? Seems like they don't know where they're heading. Bruno needs backing. Yeah, I'm not sure that's necessarily fair on Sellers because obviously he has been promoted through various roles at Wolves, but you know he's mm. had good experience elsewhere was a player obviously had a decent career yeah um was an academy coach at man city mm-hmm. um you know i i do think he's very well connected got good uh connections um and good experience so uh i'm not sure that's necessarily fair on him um and but i can understand where they're coming from because you yeah. know when 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 signings don't come through the door 
questions obviously have to be asked, and and the board will get those questions um, undoubtedly. Uh, what, was, uh, what was the second after that? Uh, no, that's fine. Just saying that will, if it goes belly up, will they revert to a Nuno type defensive manager? I don't think so. No. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll rattle through these now. By the way, I couldn't believe how many questions we had. We're like 75 plus, but I'm like, oh, I, I said I'll give a prize to the best questions. So that's <laughs> normally, it's about, normally it's about 30 to 40. Um, but we'll, we'll rattle through these, mate. Um, quick answers. How many games into the season before Liam turns his DMs off? Uh, never because I oh. don't care what, if anyone gives me any abuse send it or send it all to me it doesn't care oh I love it that's what but. I like to hear that's what I like to hear Muggers says do you believe Fosun will give Large the full season if we are underperforming we have seen how brutal they are prior to Nuno's appointment so why wouldn't they do that again it's a good question they are brutal obviously um, and at, at times they've been it's been good that they have been um, but I do think he'll get the season unless you know by Christmas Wolves are bottom um, but I do think he'll get the season. Okay. Um, oh, let's have a look. <coughs> this, this couple of these. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, the tone isn't particularly positive, and and I can <laughs> I can kind of understand it. So I'm trying to be a little bit balanced. In, in you know, I'm not going to say I'm not going to ask the question. Who do you think Sam Allardyce's first signing will be? I'm not going to ask that question. Um, yeah. Okay. David Ashley says uh, we have we haven't backed the club uh, with his request for three to four signings. Even the players like Dendonka recognise we are too light on numbers for quality players. I mean, that's one of the interviews that you did um, with uh, with Leander and, and kind of did say that and express that. But I think that's pretty much evident, isn't it, within the squad within... I mean, no one's kind of no one's kind of um, um, saying anything that, that, that nobody... That, that's kind of shocking to people. They, they are. They are short. And they do need strengthening in, in three positions for me. Yeah, totally agree. I think it's obvious in the centre-back, centre-mid striker, they need three positions, uh, three players in those positions, sorry. Um, and... You're right. It's not a surprise. You know, Fosun aren't sat here thinking, you know, oh, the, the squad, you know, the squad's perfectly fine. They they know that they need additions to it. Um, mm-hmm. But they've been very. It's they've done this in the past where they will not rush and they will not rush to potentially make the wrong signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, not a hundred percent of their signings have, have have hit, but I think you can say a very large chunk of them have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they they won't they just won't rush. Simple as that. It, it, Wolves haven't done a proper dramatic transfer deadline day for a while. Um, it may come down to that this year, although I think they would, if they could, they'd much prefer to get it done within a couple of days of that. Don't you dare say that, Keno. Well, I'm on holiday anyway, so enjoy. You're those. on holiday. Hatfield's on holiday. It's literally me. Me with seven clubs to deal with. That, that, that could be a... That could be a fun deadline day, but I kind of feel like, especially with the other clubs as well, it could come. It could be a busy one this year. You kind of get that impression, don't you? you just got that. Yeah. Uh, Rob Spicer says, "Is the current three-four-three formation a temporary second choice to Bruno's preferred four-four-two, with the only reason a four-four-two is not being deployed due to lack of suitable personnel?" Yeah, I think that's bang on. I've said that already. I think that Willy Bolly is the main reason for that. Uh, I think if he was fit, you'd play uh, a four at the back. I really mm. do think that's. Um, that's the reason because you can get away with playing whoever it is next to him. Whereas I'm not convinced a pairing of either, well, of any of these three, Cody, Sars, and Kilman, a pairing between those three. I don't think that suits a, a mm. four. Uh, Raphael Crafts, how many speeding tickets this summer? He says I've won so far, Raphael. But we'll 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 uh, we'll do a weekly roundup of them and see. You know, I've never had a, season t- a speeding ticket. Sorry, a season. You never had a season I, ticket. Are I, you well, are I, you are you an absolute phony Wolves fan? Well, to be fair, I've never had a season ticket. Oh, but I, uh, wow. Wow. I've never had a speeding ticket as well, man. That was a slip of the tongue. That was the COVID speaking, not me. Don't um, uh, you can't get away with that on these podcasts, mate. Not with me at the helm. Come on, I'll pick up on no, anything. No, you know I've had uh, a little, you know, parking fine here and there with a uh, covering Warsaw, but no speeding has. Uh, I've never been caught. I've seen you parking many disabled spot right the way in front, and yeah, I was whoa, like, Lee, what are you doing? And you're like, you're whoa, like, whoa. look, I don't care, mate. I'm gonna go in for five minutes. Unbelievable scene. Put an Unbelievable scene. Matt Price, do you think the lack of signings is due to failing to get the players out of the door first, or struggling to attract the right type of player? Uh, I don't think it's the latter. I, I think you know Wolves is a big club. Uh, they're in the best league in the world. They've had a very successful three years in that league, um, and yeah, I, I can't see that they would struggle to. I mean, obviously they're going to struggle. You know, they Messi wasn't going to turn up at Molineux. He wasn't going to be in the uh, in the Aztec car park, but. Um, 
you know, I don't think they're going to struggle to attract really, you know, any player of, of the level mm. they would they would like to. I, I think that you know it's a very good club, a very good project, great facilities, um, and and obviously a talented squad, which I'll keep coming back to. So no, definitely not the latter for me. Uh, Ted says, uh, to what extent do you and Liam Keane star feel the added pressure that you are now the only official go to Wolves podcast? Uh, thank you very much, Ted. Uh, no pressure here, mate. Uh, look. Uh, I think a few people asking about the Molyneux view. Really sad that um, you know they're not they're not continuing. Uh, you know I thought they were it was an excellent podcast and kind of worked really well and dovetailed in well with us as well with them being at the start of the week and kind of a, a different kind of vibe with um, and then us, us going at the end from a journalistic point of view. I, you know I really enjoyed listening to them. Um, I'm sure Tim will be back pretty soon with different with, with lots of different avenues. Um, you know, the hard, one of the hardest working people that I know in the business. So uh, I'm sure that there will be plenty in the pipeline uh, on that front. Uh, but look, uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll get we'll get some of them on uh, in the meantime over the next few weeks and months, hopefully. Uh, but look, there's, there's other good podcasts out there. There's loads of great... I mean, there's so many fan podcasts these days. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. But I mean, you know, whatever... Uh, you know, whatever you fancy, uh, Talking Wolves have a really good one at the moment. Uh, I, w- I would recommend you, you know, listening to them. But there's some really good, other good ones out there. Of course, Fancast, long-running Fancast are there. Uh, you got Wandering Wolf. Um, you got Seventy Seven Club. Uh, there's 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 quite a few that I'm forgetting as well now. But there there are there are loads and loads out there. Um, so Jason Guy's got a great one as well. So you know, look. There's, there's there's plenty of options, but thank you for thank you for sticking with us, and uh, you know we hope to we hope that we uh, can entertain. But also, Liam, you are you are there with the uh, the facts and the figures and the analysis as well. So you know it's good to have you on board, whether whether you're COVID or, or just or COVID free. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me because I can't get it through this microphone, so it's okay. A little uh, rhyme there as well. It was very nice. Well, you know, alliteration, rhyming, you know, English literature, English language, mate. Don't mess about. Uh, A&A, by the way. Uh, Ian Toff <laughs> says, uh, does Jeff have full confidence in Bruno? Are they gambling on seeing what he does with the current squad before they back him with funds? No, I wouldn't say so. I mean, they're not going to, they're not stupid. They're not going to bring a manager in that they don't think is going to do a good job. Obviously, being a manager is a, is one of those funny jobs that, you know, you can be in work one day and out of work the next, but they, they're not going to bring someone in without the mm. idea of them, you know, being successful. Um to some extent, he will have to work with the bulk of last season's squad, which we know that already. But um, yeah, he's, he's been, a couple of names come in. He will they will make up a couple of signings before the end of the window, and hopefully have a good season. Uh, Andy Hodge says, uh, with the situation at Barca with Messi, could Trincao be recalled at any time, or is it a season-long loan with no callback? Uh, I can't see him. I can't see him be recalled. I'm, I'm not sure if there's the option for that in the contract. However. Barca's money problems. I mean, they, they you know they, they can't afford to bring someone back in and add the wages on to their to their wage budget. They you know they're in serious trouble. Um, I don't know if anyone knows the the full details of it, but they've had to trim their wage budget from five hundred odd million, I think it was, to about one hundred eighty odd. Um, I think those are the right figures. Either way, they're trimming it to about a mid-table Premier League side. Yeah, uh, and that says everything you need to know. So uh, yeah, they they can't afford, they can't afford to be adding, adding wages on top of that anymore. They've got to try and make sure they've got a squad ready for uh, we're ready for the season. Dan Middleton, what's our goal this season? What should fans be happy with? Has previous success set the bar too high for Bruno to succeed? Yeah, I do think that previous success is probably going to weigh against him slightly. I do think that's why I say I think fans need to temper expectations a little bit. Um, a good season would be anywhere tenth and higher, probably. Um, I, I, my prediction is, I think Wolves will come where somewhere around thirteenth, twelfth, um, and with a some good moments, some good highs, and I really hope a good cup run as well, because that was something I really criticised Nuno for last year that he that he didn't, as a fan, criticised him because I, I felt that he really should have gone for some of the cups last year. What's going to change first this season, says Andy Smith? The Wolves manager or your co-presenter? <coughs> well, I mean, at the, at the rate I'm coughing, it could be the co-presenter. Yeah, it could be. It could be. That's how I'm going to get another one uh, in. I'm, oh, trying, I'm trying not to do it, guys. I am really am sorry, but, you know, it's uh, it's taken over. You're doing very well, mate. Uh, Paul Berry will be the man who will be coming with me to uh, to Leicester City, former press officer uh, at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, he, he was there before. Very good bloke, very knowledgeable. Uh, great guy, of course, writes some, some excellent... 
Uh, great guy, of course, writes some, some excellent columns for us as well in the Express and Stars. Of course, uh, Max Fitzgerald, who's the current... Uh, the current press officer took over from from Paul uh, a few a couple of years ago now as well. So yeah, really good, really knowledgeable. It'd be nice to have someone who's you know who knows his stuff uh, next to me, sat next to me. So oh whoa 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 whoa. Let's have a go at that. Whoa, I will whoa, I will whoa. reiterate though. Uh, yeah. I did tweet it, but just so people know, I mm. I am doing the pre-match um, press conference with Bruno tomorrow. That's yeah. Friday. Yeah. And after the game on Saturday, I'm doing you will the post-match be there as well. one from home because they're both over Zoom. So I, I'm still doing that. Uh, but Paul is very kindly looking after everything from the game. So that'll be the report and, um, you know, playing races and things like that. So, uh, so yeah, that'll all come from him. And then I'll do the Bruno stuff around it. And then, as I say, back in the saddle, hopefully, with no issues for uh, the Spurs game. Good man, good man. Um, Nathan, you're the little spoon. Who do you want as the big spoon? Liam Keane star, Joe Edwards star, or Tim Spears? I mean, that's obvious. Yeah, Rosie Swarbrick. Okay, let's move on. Uh, double here go. Injuries, in, injuries update, please, says Mike Owens. Injuries, so what we're we doing? Uh, Willie Bolly, etc. You know, let's let's move on now. Willie Bolly, what's the situation with him? Is he still another week or two away? We're going to see him against Leicester. We're we more likely to see him against Spurs, or are we not going to see him for either? Um, more likely for Spurs. Uh, it'll be a fight, really, for, for Leicester at this, at this rate. Um and yeah, uh, but you know, before hope, well, you'd, you'd hope before United game, certainly. Um, Mosquera is going to miss most likely both, um, and probably a similar, um, but he's probably a week or so behind Bolly. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's where they are, really. Um, it's it's not ideal, but it's you know, <laughs> Bolly's got a little, a little bit injury prone, hasn't he, recently? So it's not, um, yeah, it's not great. Uh, David Gannon, gin and tonic or Jack and Coke? Oh, that's an easy one. Go on. JD every day. Oh no! What are you doing? I love. It. I love. It. I, I'm, a, I'm a whiskey man. I do like a whiskey. Oh, um, come on! I do like a gin as well. To be fair, but uh, when, when in April is it April the Newcastle game? Is it April? Yes. In April, when we're all in the shack and all all you know, nearly four and a half, five thousand of you are in the shack with me and Liam. Sort me out with a gin and tonic if we're going to have a few drinks. Get me a gin and tonic. I'll, I'll, I've got. I'll chat to you for. I'll give you a good four minutes of my time if you get us a gin and tonic, you know. So it'd be great. If you just get us a gin and tonic, double fine, lots of ice, maybe maybe a little bit of fruit in there, mate. I'm anyone's for four minutes. Anyone's. I'll stretch the three Twice. and a half. Twice. Go on. Three and a half. Look at that. Look at that. Um, Bruno says, I hope it's not, maybe it's Bruno Large. He says, uh, um, how do you, that's, not, that's, more, that's more German. Uh, how do you think Gibbs wow. White will do this season? <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't even know what you said. <laughs> do you think Genuinely, Gibbs White will do the season, you douche? <laughs> you douche. Um, I think yeah, I think he'll have a decent season. I don't, he's not going to be a starter. He'll you know, start the odd game. Um, I, think he'll, I think he'll do all right. I think he'll be a handy squad player. Um, I think he's stuck a little bit in a catch-22, Morgan, because I think he probably would benefit, uh, still age 21, probably would benefit from a full season in the Championship. Mm-hmm. Um but with the squad size at Wolves, Bruno sees him as a first-team player. Um, I can't see him going anywhere, and I think he'll be utilised, not sparingly, but he's certainly not going to be the first name on the team sheet. But I do think he's, you know, he's got enough talent to to help at, at least, and, and you know, give it an option. Um, although I'm still not convinced what position he suits, to, to be honest. So it's a, it's a difficult one. But I think he'll do it right. Excellent. Uh, last one, last one, last one. I'm trying to find one that's a bit more positive. Uh, still scrolling, still scrolling, <laughs> still scrolling, uh, and I've reached the end. Um, oh no! Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyone, any any good questions stand out for you, Liam, to to make someone's day here on the old uh, on the on the old uh, present front? Anything that you remembered oh. vaguely? You want, you, want, you, want, you want me to choose a, a prize you want winner? Choose now. a choose a prize winner. You. Just try and find out which one was a good question for you. Stood the, out. The, the spooning one stood out for me. The spooning one stood out to you. Okay, uh, that is Darren Tree. Congratulations, uh, Darren. Send me your details, and um, I'll get you off a little, a little something nice from a Wolves point of view. Thank you very much, Darren. Right, Leicester City. It's Leicester against Wolverhampton Wanderers. It's not Filbert Street. It's at the Walker Stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. It's a, it's a very nice, convenient uh, place to get to since I've got a wedding on the Friday night. So I'll be slightly, again, hungover. So um, it's, it's a short journey 
Um, I think that it's a great stadium. And for me, Leicester City are still the benchmark from where we want Wolverhampton Wanderers to be uh, in the next few years. I think it's a perfect... They're a, they're a perfectly, really, really well-run club. They get it absolutely spot on. Difficult game, Liam. How do you expect Wolves to line up? Yeah, I suspect it will be a, a three... Well, I think it'll be a three-four-three. Three, the same starting eleven at Santa Vigo, Bar, Dendonka for Moutinho, to be honest. Um, so Kilman starts for you? I think so. Well, if I want him to start or whether I think he'll start, they're two different things. Mm. Um, I think he'll start. Um, but for me, I do think he's a good player, but I, he looked uncomfortable and unbalanced on the right side of the three. Um, I would suggest maybe moving um, Hover there mm-hmm. and then playing, obviously, Samedo wing-back. Um, but yeah, although actually, no, I just realised it would be a two changes. So I think Samedo will come in for, for Hover. But um, yeah. but yeah, I think it'll be 3-4-3. Three, three. I think, as I said, without Bonnie there, they are going to struggle to play a four. Um and then I think the, me- the rest of it really picked itself, to be honest. So, Ryan Aknori, you think he's going to be really um, <laughs> squad squad situation this year until maybe like Marcel, that's hopefully he stays fit. But you know, if, if he does, um, you know, if he does get crocked, then then Aknori is in, or, or do you think that that we might see him? Yeah, I think it will be a um, a rotation really year for him, provided that Marcel stays fit, because Marcel's had a very good preseason, to be fair. Yeah, to him. yeah, he has. Um, yeah. And I do think he'll. He's the man. I think it's it's been made very clear that he's the he's the man to start. You know, he's been given the the nod in every game virtually so far. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And as a as a, a solid defensive player, he's much more. That's that's much more what he is rather than than, than Ryan Aitnori. So yeah, I think that that's um, he'll start ahead of him. Uh, Kilman, Cody, Sice, Dendonka, and Neves, and then um, it will be uh, Trincao, Traore, and uh, and Jimenez. Yeah, great picture of Raul he put out on Instagram, I think, yesterday with a full-on heading of the ball saying, ready, just just great, just fantastic. And, you know, win, lose or draw, it's just going to be great to see him playing in a competitive match for the first time, in, you know, since that Arsenal game. Uh, and I think it'd be great. And, you know, look, they've only got two strikers at the moment, uh, but it's a better two strikers than they had, obviously, back in the last season as well, isn't it, to, to choose from. So uh, having the talisman there hopefully will we'll, uh, we'll make a real... You know, make a real difference. And look, they could get something, Liam. They could get something. That Look, Leicester are strong all over the pitch. They've got a little bit of a problem in central defence, I think. I know that they're trying to sign as a Vestergaard at the moment. Uh, but maybe it's a Marty who might start at the back for them. Uh, they've got a few little issues at the back. I know they've got Bertrand. They've, they've obviously got, you know, stacked in midfield. And, and four, they've got they've got one of three to choose from. They might play two of three with Iheanacho. But Dakar looks useful. And of course, you've got Jamie Vardy. So... Look, it's going to be a difficult game uh, from a from a prediction point of view, Liam. And think very carefully here because, and you know, sometimes I'll put RT and and they can get into enter the competition. This week, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put on the actual tweet, retweet. However, if you still listen to this 57 minutes in, then well done because you are in for a treat. If you retweet, I'm not gonna put it on the Twitter. If you retweet myself or Liam's tweet, then. You will be put into the hat, and if if the scoreline finishes, what Liam predicts, no no goal score as well, just the scoreline, then you can have a home shirt and away shirt or a training shirt on us. How's that? How's that? Let's do and it. just and it's especially incentive to people who listen to the very end of the podcast. So you can't knock that. Smart. Yes, like that. So you see, it's in there. It's in there. Fifty-seven, fifty-eight minutes in. Just retweet. Uh, when we put it out and then you will automatically be entered into the secret draw just for you guys who are listening um, and yeah scoreline correct and you will be getting a home away or a training shirt and everybody will be like what what where was the competition well you're not listening to the podcast then are you uh, so Liam no pressure baby I know you won't be there but you'll be there in spirit body mind and also very importantly uh, could be winning someone a jersey of their choice can I have a score prediction Please. You certainly can. I, I know you. what it's going to be straight Ooh. away as well. Oh, I was confident. I like that. You ready? Go on then. Nil nil. Oh, do you know? I don't mind that. Yeah, let's have a bit I, of that. I do not mind that, Liam Keane, by the way. Yeah. I didn't really think well, of that. Please. Do you know what? I, I, haven't con- I haven't considered nil nil, but now you've said that, I would not be surprised. I would well, not be surprised. I'm full of wisdom. I like it, mate. I like it. You're full of something. 
Uh, but it begins with an S. Uh, right. Um, I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. I'm going to say they get a point. Let's get on the board early. And then we can build from there, mate. And hopefully we'll have a couple more additions before before the yeah. Spurs game. But I'm not holding my breath, but we'll see, mate. Uh, Liam, look, I'm really sorry you got it, mate. I'm really sorry you got the lurgy. But, you know, like I say, we'll all be in touch. You'll be tweeting throughout. You know, we'll all be together. We we'll might even do a video together. You never know um, on Saturday. But you'll be fit and firing, ready for, ready for the big one against Spurs. But the season is upon us. Fingers crossed. Three points. We'll take a point. But three points from me, from Liam. Have a great weekend. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.